0: Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. My name is Allison Ancero, Managing Editor of the American Journal of Managed Care. August is National Psoriasis Awareness Month, and on this episode of Managed Carecast, we bring you an excerpt of an interview conducted by Linda Stokum, assistant editor of dermatology times for medical world news a new webcast from mjh life sciences in it dr jerry bagel a new jersey dermatologist discusses how psoriasis is now understood to be an inflammatory disease that if left untreated can have devastating cardiovascular effects he also discusses the many lifestyle changes that some patients will need to make after their skin becomes clear Jerry Bagel. Dr. Bagel is a dermatologist at Windsor Dermatology located in East Windsor, New Jersey. Dr. Bagel, one time you wrote that psoriasis is increasingly viewed as an inflammatory disease with no systemic consequences. How does this change your approach to psoriasis treatment?
1: What we have learned specifically about 13 years ago, Dr. Joel Gelfand from the University of Pennsylvania evaluated data all data from patients in great britain and found specifically that people with severe psoriasis have a five-fold increased frequency of heart attacks and strokes compared to the normal population so psoriasis is more than skin deep and there truly is a heartbreak to psoriasis in the point where there's heart disease and that goes along with the increase in inflammation of psoriasis You have a lot more inflammation in the skin. This inflammation molecules also can attack the blood vessels resulting in thrombosis. Expanding on that, in people with psoriasis, we have an increased frequency of metabolic syndrome. So what's metabolic syndrome? Metabolic syndrome is an increase in obesity, diabetes, high triglycerides, high cholesterol high blood pressure. And this constellation of factors results in increasing mortality in people with psoriasis to the point that the average psoriatic lives five years less than a person without psoriasis.
0: You mentioned that metabolic syndrome is a very important component of psoriasis. I was wondering, what would you offer as consulting tips to dermatologists who have patients with psoriasis?
1: About 50% of the people that you take care of with psoriasis are going to be either obese and or diabetic and or have high triglycerides and or smoke and or drink alcohol. So you have a litany of factors to contend with, but they came to you to take care of their skin. So what I tend to do is, I'm gonna make your skin better and in 2021, we have some great, really safe medicine that can make people clear. And I said, I'm gonna get you clear. But once you get clear, then I'm passing the baton on to you and you're gonna to have to lose weight. You're gonna to have to exercise. You're gonna to have to stop smoking and you're gonna to have to decrease your alcohol intake.
0: And what about your adolescent patients? What are your different consulting tips?
1: Think of a 17-year-old girl walking with her best friend in New Jersey in July to the swimming pool. She's going to matriculate college in about six to eight weeks. She's prancing off on a beautiful day and the attendant looks at her hands and and arms and legs and sees a rash and says, you can't come into the pool because the attendant does not know that psoriasis is not contagious. How did that affect that woman? Well, first of all, that put a cramp on her day, but how about the psychology in her self-esteem? 40% of people with psoriasis think they're ugly. 25% don't wanna have children. So there's a major impact in self-esteem and what you wanna do with your life because of the way you perceive other people looking at you. Fortunately, in the last four or five years, there have been a few biologic agents that have been FDA approved down to the age of four. Some of them are just one shot every 12 weeks. And I've seen kids turn completely from being remorse, inside, non-social, to just becoming a butterfly and being doing well at school with much better self-esteem after being treated. If an 18-year-old came into my office right now, right now, for what it's worth, it's May 18th, 2021, with 20% body surface area, I could pretty much guarantee that that kid would matriculate in college three, three and a half months from now and have clear skin. So the data, the real data. There's about a 60% chance that I can clear you within 12 weeks right now. There is a 85% chance that I can get you 90% better. So that means if you had psoriasis on 20% of your body, you might have it only on 1%, probably not that much to bug you. And there's a 95% chance I can make you 75% better, but 75% isn't good enough anymore. I was involved with the National Psoriasis Foundation Medical Advisory Board. We came to the conclusion of treat to target 1% or less body surface area is what is acceptable right now. In the last six years, there's been more advances in the treatment of psoriasis than any other disease state except HIV. More than multiple sclerosis, more than cancer, more than diabetes. And we have gone from 40 years ago when I first started treating psoriasis when people were hospitalized at Columbia Presbyterian for one month at a time, applying crude coal tar all over their body Pajama over that, going to bed, waking up with tar, seeping through the pajamas in the morning, soaking in a tar bath, getting light treatment for every day for a month, only to come back every six months to a year after that for the same treatment. We've gone from that treatment to four shots a year, 65% chance you're going to be clear. And the adverse event profile, the safety profile, is much better with these newer, more selective molecules than they were 10 years ago. You don't have to worry about tuberculosis anymore. There's no increase in malignancy. There's no increase in lymphoma. There's no increase in congestive heart failure. None of that exists with the newer biologics.
0: For all of us at AJMC, thanks for listening. To learn more about this issue, visit the psoriasis page on AJMC.com or visit DermatologyTimes.com. To get in touch with us, email info at AJMC.com or follow us on Twitter at AJMC journal. And if you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and rate us.